welcome to another episode of the Trinity United Church Legon Podcast. And now for today's teaching. We take a reading from John's Gospel chapter 20, reading from verses 10 to 18. John 20, 10 to 18. Yohani Asempa, Eti Edionu. Ejichemo do kopem do awoke. John chapter 20, verses 10 to 18. Then the disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb. And saw two angels in white. See a woman. He was the gardener. She said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried, Rabboni. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The word of the Lord. Please let us sit. Christ a gazo. And then they will respond, a gazo amba. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please let us pray. And you I'm para and you can lift your right hand with me and let's worship him. And you Ampara Anopeyo Anyonyamka Yentu Anyonyamo Anyonyamka Ampara Anyonyamka And you yam can it be? And you yam can it be? And Kawunio Ayeyi sewa ya famano 
before you the Lord speak to us speak in authority to us Lord for you are the risen Christ we come to you in obedience to your word trusting that your power and your mind will be revealed to us Father use me Lord as a vessel of honor to the glory of your name and bless the hearing of your word in Jesus name amen the week passing we have witnessed one of the most important weeks in the Christian calendar marking the crucifixion death and most probably the resurrection of our Lord Jesus the Christ what we will call Easter the name Easter is a borrowed name and it goes back to the name of the pre-Christian goddess in England by name Estre who was celebrated at the beginning of spring for in spring those in the northern latitudes meet spring with joy because one it marked the end of the cold days of winter and the coming back to life of plants, trees, as well as birth of life in the animal world. So we see that at the time of spring, these things all sprout out. There are newness among plants and then also in the animal kingdom. Given the symbolism, Christianity decided, or Christian traditions adopted the name and possibly the time for the celebration. Because of that, some people think that it is fetish to celebrate Easter, but it is not. Hallelujah. We have only adopted that symbolism to give it the relevance that it deserves. The end of winter the cold days have passed sure the cold days of sorrow and the grave have quickly sped away 
and Christ rises gloriously from the dead. All glory to our risen head. Hallelujah. So he has risen and we have every cause to rejoice like those in the northern latitudes who meet the spring with joy and they say to themselves a new dawn has just begun. It is a new dawn for us and a new dawn for God's church. This is what Robert Laurie captures in MHV 211. In the chorus, up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph over his foes. He arose a victor from the dark domain and he lives forever with his saints to reign. He arose. Hallelujah. Christ arose. MHB 211, we can project it. Jesus, my Lord, up from the grave he arose with a mighty joy of all his glory. He arose and victor from the dark. The resurrection of Christ from the tomb was a mighty triumph over his foes. For they sought to keep him in the tomb forever. They had wished that he would never come out. Abranti or Tiasa Matina were And they hated him and hated his dead body. And they said to themselves, This one must not rise. In Matthew 27, verses 63 to 66, look at how Matthew puts it. Said, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, after three days I will rise again. So give order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body. And tell the people that he has been raised from the dead. The last deception will be worse than the first. Take a guard. Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure. By putting a seal on the stone. And posting the guard. So we see the high priest. And the elders of the church running. To Pilate, and I know that unbeliever will think 
in his mind what is happening to these people this man you have killed him and even in death you still want to keep the corpse <laughs> saying that on the third day he said he will rise up but i asked myself were they guarding the tomb against the poor weak disciples then they were wasting their time because for them they were even hiding or they were guarding the tomb against the power of god that is also fruitless because man cannot stop god this morning whatever the lord is doing in your life nobody can stop it may the power of god be revealed in jesus name they couldn't stop god and the hand of god and the power of god at work because god has an assignment hallelujah matthew henry puts it this way here was all the power of earth and hell combined to keep christ a prisoner but all in vain when his hour was come death and all those sons and hairs of death could then no longer hold him christ is risen indeed hallelujah so when the time came death could not hold him captive this understanding is also seen in MAB 215, the third stanza. And the writer of the, hymn, of the hymn says, The powers of death have done their worst, but Christ, the allegiance, has dispersed. Hallelujah. So the powers of death, he's risen indeed what is the implication of this glorious resurrection for you and I? number one the resurrection dismantled human and other satanic and demonic kingdoms in order to establish in human life the one kingdom of god among his people so we see that in the resurrection, Jesus dismantles all kingdoms and all demonic powers and establishes one kingdom, the kingdom of God among his, his people. And that is important to me as an African. Knowing that our realm is occupied by both benevolent and then malevolent spirits. And I know that when Christ rose from the dead, he defeated those powers. Oh, he defeated those powers and gave us liberty. So I am free in Jesus' name. You are free in Jesus' name. There is liberty for me. There is liberty for you. And the kingdoms of this world have been subject to the kingdom of God, our Lord. And we see this in Colossians 2.15. When you have time, you can read it. We also see that Christ's resurrection prefigures our own resurrection. Christ's resurrection gives us an indication that when you and I die, we will rise up again. We will not remain in the tomb. And that is a good experience for us. For we know that when this body of sin is buried in death... We will rise up anew. Oh, we will rise up anew. Into your Christoni wa yankoto nchini yadini kusiye na otisa abba tio besanya fifi biyo. Oh, no beya from from. Oh, beya from from asenkanga na 
is bearing like a seed and will sprout out anew. Again, we also see that Christ's resurrection ensures our regeneration. Christo, ni wu sore no, ama yenge ni da sose, ya wu yenge wu fofro. And as we heard in the Colossian test, we have died with Christ and we have also risen with him. And that is the regeneration. That is the born again experience. We have died with Christ and we have also risen with him. We will see this in 1 Peter 1 verse 3 and Ephesians 2 5 to 6. Again, Christ's resurrection ensures our justification. Because we have risen with Christ, we are no longer condemned. And we had the explanation that Dr. Abedu Kwashi gave to us on the Wednesday and what Papa added on the Friday. Say, when Christo Nyania, Yebu Bim, Unifobio, Unason Teodadanimobio, Yebu Bim, I will Christo more. Hallelujah. We will see this in Romans chapter 4, verses 25. Again, Christ's resurrection gives us an assurance that our labor in the Lord will not be in, in vain. Corinthians 15, verse 58. stand fair and be firm in the Lord. For the labor in the Lord will not be in vain. It won't be in vain. For God will bring us up again on the resurrection day. May that be our portion. This is what John captures in chapter 20 of his book. Like any death, John says, it will affect more people than others. Oubia won't cry how long. Oubia siya. Ya won't cry for how long pa. Ya oubia. Obeshade. Eh, ya kwa ene yin to ma wong ashe. Ya wong so a how long they cry because the person only panic ben won't pay. No way they and the web frame. And an example in this test is Mary Magdalene. So affected by Jesus' death, and that she will not rest until she sees the Lord. In this gospel, John puts Mary Magdalene above all the other disciples because one, she was the first to encounter the risen Lord, and the first witness to proclaim that message unto others. Despite this great witness, Christian traditions have not been fair to Mary of Magdala because her name is Mary and she comes from Magdala, a town or a province in Judea. She has been confused with the Mary of Bethany in John 12, verse 3. And the sinful woman of Luke 7, hence traditions have classified her earlier state as a prostitute and a sinner. But this is nowhere in scripture. 
though scripture points to an expulsion of seven demons from her scripture does not say explicitly that she was a prostitute in the light of it scripture rather portrays her as an ardent follower of jesus one who together with other women supported jesus's ministry with their own resources and we'll see that in luke chapter 8 verse 2. we also see that he stood near the cross together with mary and the others in john 19 verse 25. he was also present at jesus's barrier in mark 15 verse 47 and then finally he was the first to witness Christ's resurrection. What an account of her. One who supported Jesus with her own resources. One who stood near the cross when Jesus died. One who is present at Christ's barrier. And one who witnesses Christ's glorious resurrection. Yeah, you can say. So far, Sam Mary, your friend Mary Magdalene, yeah. Nidian Casa de Mary. No, if you cry, your friend Magdalene. Sam Mary. I can kind summer. I can go for the one you know what you know. And kind of one in funny home. Yeah, come on, they say. You two home, one year song fee, Nemo. Then Chelsea or your German folk. I know your bonnie folk. Now, so. Mary, I'm a Sam Carrick or so no. Yeah, they need to Mary, Ophi Bethany, and then Mary, or yeah, the Bonyeni, and all boy, yeah, the Bonyeni will look as a panel a tea a song. Nayaka, because he said, Say now, or you, Gamani, and the Bonyeni. Now, so strong can the preface, no money at all can I say, or you be annoying years with Chidini, or the Nechi, or the Onwane. Ahoye abua Yesu jumedi na ojina asenwa no mra na Yesu riwu ono abio ana no ojina ho mra na worisie Yesu na ono nso no hu ne sore na no na John retwa samfoni e de achei and so i ask the question does this woman deserve to see the risen Christ or it was just by an accident some scholars believe that it was just an accident. It was an unofficial witness. And that a woman should not proclaim that he has seen Christ. It should be a man. Who knows? Maybe we can forgive the men because the women they won't chase them away. But that is still no excuse. Mary deserves to see the risen Christ. Now I give three reasons for that. Number one, she stood by Christ when all the disciples fled and deserted him. In Mark 14, 50 to 52, we will see it. I would like it to be projected. Mark 14, 50, 52. So we read it together. You will see the account Papa mentioned on Friday. 
the young man who ran away and left the garment. Mark 14, 50-52. Can we read together? Then everyone and did what? And fled. Fifty-two. Leaving his garment. Ha! I not know He left the garment behind. The name is not mentioned, and so I don't want to put the name there. An unnamed disciple. But Mary stood when all of them fled. So she deserves to see the risen Christ. Number two, she expressed absolute faith in Christ even when he was dead. But to know that Christ was still there and yet she expressed faith in Christ. In John 20 verse 13 she said they have taken away my Lord personifying it my lord they have taken away my lord and i don't know where they have put him to mary even in death christ was still her lord christ was her lord it doesn't matter whether he's alive or not christ is still my Lord. Number three, her continuous insistence and quest to see the body led her to encounter Jesus. She was insistent. I will not rest till I see the body. And she kept on asking, where have you laid my Lord? Where have you placed my Lord? So I will go and carry him. She may be a strong woman. So I will go and carry him. And she was insistent. She will bend down again and look at the tomb. Where is my Lord? And upon looking again, this time she saw two angels. The angels asked, Woman, why are you crying? And then she would say, they have taken away my Lord. Now I don't know where they have put him. That should have put him her away. But Mary will move from there and will ask a man who is standing by, Gardner, where have you placed my Lord? Upon her insistence and her quest, Jesus, the risen Christ, called out to her, Mary, and I can imagine the joy and excitement that will fill her heart. May that joy and excitement fill our hearts too in Jesus' name. Let me conclude. In this dispensation, 
when many like the disciples have deserted their Lord due to economic challenges and struggles of life, let us, like Mary of Magdala, look at the empty tomb with the eyes of faith, expressing absolute faith in the risen Christ. And if you and I don't give up, he will show up at the end. May he show up for us and may he bless his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Please let us pray. Glorious Father, through your word, you have opened us to the truth. That we, like Mary, should not give up. We have every cause to rejoice with her. For Jesus is risen. One who shared our predicament and one who carried our sins. Our prayer is that God, as we reflect on this and walk through the day, give us cause to rejoice again. And may we see the risen Christ abide with us and in our hearts now and forevermore. Amen. We are glad you joined us for today's episode. To engage with us some more, kindly search for Trinity United Church, Legon, on YouTube and Facebook and give us a follow. You can also join us every Sunday on the premises of Trinity Theological Seminary, Legon. Thank you.